So listen to me, if you want to build an incredible life, it's not a matter of what you do today, tomorrow, or the day after. It is a culmination of the daily habits that you do for years. So in today's video, I'm going to run through the five daily habits that made me a multimillionaire by the age of 21. And if you implement all five of these into your life, I know that you are going to achieve incredible things. So the first daily habit was setting daily challenges to speak to new people. And here's what I mean. When I was 14 or 15, and I was either taking the public bus or the tube to school, I would actually set a challenge to myself to give a compliment every single day to just one stranger. And if anyone's ever been in London, they know what the tube is like. The tube is not a very friendly place, especially in the morning. In the morning, everyone in the tube does not look like a very happy camper. And I knew that whatever I wanted to do in life, and funnily enough, at the age of 14, 15, 16, I actually thought that I was going to become a real estate agent, learn about the real estate game, and then eventually get into property development in my late 20s. Turns out that I went for a very completely different path, creating online businesses, software companies, and things that are very unrelated to what I had in my mind and in my vision, yet all of the principles still applied. I knew that there's certain skills in life that if you learn, no matter what you do, it's going to pay dividends. And being able to go up to a random stranger and just give them a compliment. I don't care if you're a real estate agent. I don't care if you have software companies like me. I don't care if you become a YouTuber, whatever it is. These are skills that will pay dividends for the rest of your life. Being able to break the ice with someone, being able to network with someone, being able to understand someone's body language. You know, another thing that I used to do when I was younger and living in London is I would force myself every single day to go up to three girls and just say hello. No pressure on what it is that I said or getting their number or anything like that, but just say hi and introduce yourself. And you know what? Maybe they're busy. A rejection and failure helped me to then go on and start my first business, which was actually an advertising agency. I had that business for six years and it's what made me my first few million dollars that I was then able to then go on and multiply, build my wealth with, and also build my other companies with. So whatever social challenge you set for yourself tomorrow, just set something. I mean, what is the worst that could happen if you go up and you just compliment someone? I mean, imagine the blasphemy. How dare you go up and just give someone a compliment? You know, you should really be scared. I mean, what if after you give them a compliment, they, they punch you or something like that? Obviously, you guys know that I'm joking here, but that's the way that a lot of people's minds work. People are scared. People walk around life on eggshells, scared to interact with the people they want to interact with, scared to network with the people they want to network. And listen, we all understand that you miss 100% are the shots that you don't take. So if you can develop the skill from a young age to just engage, I mean, if you're someone who's naturally introverted, and here's the funny thing, most people don't know this, but I am naturally introverted. I get my energy from being alone. I just happen to be very gregarious. And when the time is necessary and the time is needed, I can be out there, I can speak, I can converse with people, but that didn't come naturally to me. I was the shyest kid you have ever met in your entire life. It was only once I started practicing these skills when I was 14, 15, 16, did I come out of my shell? Did I learn how to break the ice and build rapport with whoever it is? So if you're someone who's shy, the next time that you go into an Uber, don't put your ear pods in, don't put your headphones in, speak to the Uber driver and do that for a year, for two years, up until you get to a point that you are very confident that you can engage with anyone. And by the way, I'm not saying here that if you're introverted, you need to become an extrovert because that's the only way you can succeed in life. I mean, even to stay, a lot of times I'm in large groups of people and I have my time where I'm gregarious and the entire table is looking at me because I'm saying something that I feel is important. But most of the time, I'm quiet. Most of the time, I'm one of the quietest people at the table because I'm just naturally introverted. And in big groups, I don't feel the need to always be the center of attention. So don't think that I'm telling you that you need to be extrovert to be successful. I'm just saying, build up that 
that muscle and it truly is a muscle of being able to interact with other people because no matter what you do in life it's going to be necessary now the next daily habit that made me a multimillionaire by 21 was constantly choosing the right vehicle for where i was in life based on my skill set and also my appetite and here's really what i mean by this i'd say probably the reason that i am where i am today is because i didn't skip the process i didn't go from here and want to end up here without going through all of these mini checkpoints. And let me explain what I mean even when it comes to my businesses. My first main business was a social media marketing agency at the age of 16. So for two years, we basically just did social media marketing services. And that was great. That got me up to around $30,000 a month. But then I decided, okay, the next step, the next iteration, the next vehicle is pivot and change to an advertising agency. And once I did that, it wasn't straight away. It wasn't instantaneous. It took time. It took effort. But relatively quickly after that, I started hitting $100,000 a month's profit with the agency. And around that, that time I was starting to get a lot of different offers to start software companies and I always said to these people listen I'm not ready as an entrepreneur I don't have the abilities or the skill set in order to execute on that and quite frankly I don't have the appetite for that right now that's one of my favorite things in life to say because even in my position where I am I get a bunch of different venture capital guys that are like you have so much money tens of millions of dollars a lot of times just even sitting in different accounts across the world some of which is being managed by big wealth management firms some which is being privately managed by me and my family office and they also look at that and they're like you've got money and you've got an audience so why don't you get into the venture capital game and start investing in businesses roll up companies then sell that on and the thing that i say to them is i don't have the appetite for that right now and quite frankly for where i am right now i don't believe i have the skill set and when i know i'm ready i'm gonna go from making tens of millions a year to potentially even hundreds of millions a year but i think it's very important to be wise it's very important to be aware and it's very important to know where are you in your journey and pick the right vehicle for that. Now, if you want to find the right vehicle for you this year, what is the best place to get started with an online business? Probably the question I get asked more than anything else. Well, then I want you to click the YouTube video that I'm gonna leave in the description. It's my most popular YouTube video to date, and I basically create a money-making matrix that compares the most popular eight to nine business models. And basically from there, I'm gonna show you the pros, the cons, so that way you can get a clear understanding of what might work best for you. So I'll go ahead and leave that YouTube video as the first line in the description, and hopefully that helps you understand why even to stay, I recommend certain business models that I no longer do because I'm in a different stage of life. I'm no longer at the stage of life where I'm looking at the $100,000 a year or the $300,000 a year or even the few million dollar a year opportunities. Unless the opportunity is 10 or multiple tens of millions a year, or it's the opportunity to eventually cash out my equity for hundreds of millions, well then that's just not where my head's at at my current stage. But the thing that I'm so grateful for was that I have always been very wise. I've always understood when is it time to press and where is it time to not? Because a lot of it has to do with how much ammunition do you have right now? As it currently stands, I am more powerful than I have ever been. I have more resources than I've ever had. Between all the companies having 150 employees, I have someone for everything. I have people in my corner for every single problem that the businesses may face. Whereas even three years ago, I didn't have that sort of ammunition. And three years ago, I was smart enough to say, hey, a very difficult business, for example, like my software companies, maybe now is not the right time. Maybe let me stick to some of the easier business models, which I was actually implementing back then. So, you know, really all of this to say that understand you need to pick the right vehicle for the right phase of your life. Now, the next daily habit that made me a multimillionaire by 21 is creating rather than consuming. You know, for example, I've always never been the biggest fan of watching football because rather than watching it, I'd rather 
rather just go play it. I don't know, for me, rather than scrolling through TikTok or YouTube, I would rather just create content myself. So whatever it is in life, rather than consuming, you must create. And I also viewed that when it came to business. You know, I was always very cognizant and very aware of what things was I using in my life that was bringing me value and I was paying for every month or every quarter or every half a year. And how could I eventually get to the point where rather than consuming that thing, I was actually creating it and I was profiting from it. So whatever area of your life that it may be, you always need to focus on how can you create rather than consume. Now, the next daily habit that made me a multimillionaire by the age of 21 is I never put people on a pedestal. And this is going to be something very, very hard for you to implement, but you need to understand your biggest heroes, maybe even including me. We are just like you. Listen to me. I am you. You are me. We are no different. All you need to do is go look at my YouTube and go look back to videos in 2015, 2016, when I was just a little kid. I was going to the gym every single day. I mean, let alone going to the gym every single day. I was going to school and then, you know, there would be periods where I would do protocols like squat every day. So I would squat every day, which meant I was also going to the gym every single day. I was committed to reading a book every single week, meditating every day. And all of this while I was broke, while I had nothing to my name, but I was building, I was building me. I was building my character. I was building my discipline and discipline is far, far more important than motivation. So just understand, don't put me on a pedestal. I'm no different to you. Okay. I am simply you seven years on. Okay. So you may be watching this and you're like, I can never get to Eman's level. Okay, cool. Well then go watch videos of me when I was 16 years old with acne on my face, with nothing going for me, no resources, nothing in my corner, no ammunition, no firepower, except for discipline and a belief in a future vision. And if you have those two things, then you are going to make it. As long as you stop looking at this, like uh, maybe I can get rich by the summer or hey, maybe, you know, if I try this for 90 days, you know, it might work out rather than looking like that. Instead, you need to look in five year, 10 year terms. And if you can do that, if you can commit to being better day by day for the next five, 10, 15, 20 years, then you're going to be so far ahead of the competition because most people are simply not patient enough. So understand when you watch my videos, we're the same. All it is, is confidence comes from competence. When you are competent at something, when you know you're good at something because you've done it for so long, then of course you're going to be confident. Of course, I sit down at my desk. I walk through life. I do all these things because I have been through the ringer. But in order to get to this position, you have to put one foot forward in front of the other. And you're not going to be able to do that if you think that there's some intrinsic thing that's different from me compared to you, or maybe another person you look up to compared to you. We're all the same. Quite frankly, I know this sounds very crest we all wake up we all take dumps we all get hungry we all have low moments we all have high moments the only thing that separates us is time and discipline and if you can do those two things if you can stay in the game long enough and you can be disciplined well then listen you'll probably make my eight-year business journey look like nothing in comparison to what you're going to accomplish and the other thing that you need to understand is that once you get to a certain position in life you know for example with me with the team that i have behind me you have this layer of protection losing is actually kind of difficult it's almost kind of guaranteed that you're going to win it's kind of like listen if you were given a hundred million dollars and you weren't an idiot all you have to do is just not lose it if you're given 500 million dollars all you got to do is just invest it in the lowest risk possible stuff and you are going to succeed you're going to be fine and that's kind of what life gets like to a certain point once you get to a certain point you have so many connections you have the right people in your corner and that provides a safety net and a safety layer for you so the reason i say all this stuff is because the only difference between you and i is i've been in the game longer and once you're in the game longer now at this stage because i know there's a lot of people that look at what i do with youtube and like how are you killing the youtube game how are you out 
outgrowing absolutely everyone. They look at what I've done with my software companies, my e-learning company, and they're like, how, how are you doing all this? It's because I stuck in the game long enough, I was disciplined, and then eventually I built an army behind me that all believe in a vision. And once you do that, it's really game over. No one can compete. And that's my secret sauce. That's my secret formula. You can now please take me off the pedestal because I should not be there. I'm human, just like you. I've made mistakes. I will continue to make mistakes, but that is part of the human nature. And that is also part of one's relationship with the creator, whatever you believe in, whoever that is to you, whether you're religious or not, that is still part of the relationship between you and whatever higher power you believe in, or hopefully at least you believe in some higher power. But anyways, that's a conversation for another day. Now, last daily habit that made me a multimillionaire by the age of 21 is thinking in second order consequences. Now, when I was younger, I played a lot of chess. As I said, I was very introverted. So I would play a lot of chess and I was actually in school as part of my chess club. Now, when you're playing chess, you're always thinking of sixth or seventh order consequences. You're thinking about if I do this, then what will happen? You're constantly thinking about the ripple effect of your next move, not in one move or two moves, but five moves ahead. And I carried that through for the rest of my life because I always thought in second order consequences. You know, most people think, let's say you buy a TV. Should I buy the TV for $2,000? But they're not thinking about the second order consequence, which is when you sink that much money into a TV, then you are going to feel obliged to use it. And the second order consequence is now you have to actually use the TV. Now you actually have to spend time watching Netflix to make sure you feel like you got your money's worth. And there's many things in your life where you need to consider second order consequences. TikTok, for example, when you download TikTok, like, ah, it's fine. It's just an app. Okay, well, what's the second order consequences? Let's say you get on TikTok and now you can't do all of the other things that you want to in life. I'll give you another perfect example. So let's say you're too needy with a girl and she rejects you. That's hurtful and that's needy. The reason why it's not good to be needy with a girl is not just because that one girl may reject you. It's because you no longer respect yourself. You no longer look at yourself in the mirror and go, hey, I am a man. And by the way, I think for my 8% female viewers, you can still apply this to yourself. But you don't look at yourself in the mirror and go, listen, I am a man who's on a mission, who's on a purpose, who has drive, and no one's going to stop me. No one is more important than the vision for the version of myself that will eventually raise beautiful kids with a beautiful queen, and no one's going to knock me off that path. So it's not just about that one girl who shut you down or who rejected you. It's about the fact that you embodying those characteristics and embodying those traits of being the sort of person who quadruple texts and if a girl doesn't text you back within an hour, you know, you're following up and you're on her case. It's not just that one girl. Now the second order consequences, you feel shame. You feel as though there's something fundamentally wrong with you. And it's very hard then to, as a man, go out and crush your goals, your dreams, and said, implement and execute on your vision. Everywhere you look in life, you need to understand second order consequences. I say this all the time, to make my first million dollars, I basically didn't drink for three years. Because sure, first order consequences is you may have a hangover the next day, but the second order consequence is then you are making decisions in your life in a hindered state. And the third and fourth order consequence of making decisions in an unhinged state can be even more catastrophic. So please just understand this concept of second order consequences and implement that every single day into your life. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you take heed of these lessons. I hope you implement these lessons. And just remember, as always, I'm watching from afar and I'm rooting for you.